Hello, welcome to our podcast. You are listening Ethiopian Energy and Power Business Portal, in short, EEPPP's Energy Podcast. We are a premier Ethiopian energy and power business platform striving to create an energy active society in Ethiopia. The information we are presenting here is useful for anyone who wants to engage in the Ethiopian energy sector, but we think it's more relevant for the youth who aspire to pursue a career or do business in the energy and power sectors. Please note that the information you are listening in our ongoing episodes is not by any means complete. We give you a high-level view hoping it will guide you through as you deep dive to the sector you are interested most. And of course, we want to to avoid confusion. (coughs) Today, we will start with the energy sector structure. Hope you will follow us as we deep dive into the specific segments of the sector in our episodes. So, Let's get started. Since you are here, let's help you understand the energy sector structure. It's tricky that it is the law that shaped the institutions, but there must be someone who brought the laws into existence. So we will start from the institutions. Institutions are fundamental to govern the sector. We will briefly talk about institutions in detail in our upcoming episodes, but for now just think they are important, if not a must part of the structure of the energy sector. The key institutions or players in the Ethiopian energy sector are Ministry of Water and Energy, Ethiopian Energy Authority, Ethiopian Electric Power, Ethiopian Electric Utility, Ethiopian Rural Energy Development and Promotion Center, the Management Boards, the Independent Power Producers, the Public-Private Partnership Units, Private Sector, and of course, the Ministry of Finance. After the institution comes the policy, the strategies, the laws, regulations, and directives. Bear in mind that in Ethiopia, we call laws proclamations. Talking about laws, we have the energy law, we have the geothermal law, we have the investment law, we have also the PPP laws or the public-private partnership laws. In terms of regulation, we have the energy regulation, the geothermal uh, energy regulation, and of course, the investment regulation as well. And we have directives. You might be wondering why investment law and regulation are mentioned here. <coughs> well, it is the investment law and the regulation that sets whether you are allowed to operate or not in the, in the country, especially if you have a foreign background. Once you identify the investment scenario, then you fulfill the energy sector laws, regulation, and directives. I hope 
you got the point. Finally, we have programs such as National Electrification Program 2 and projects such as GERD or Great Ethiopian Renaissance Dam. And of course, operational tasks everywhere. All right, just to recap what we have just said, we have institutions at the top, the policy, the laws, the regulations and the directions in the middle and programs, projects and operational staffs at the bottom. This is, in brief, a very high level view of the energy sector. Do subscribe and let us know if you find the information useful in your work. In our upcoming episode, we will walk you through the institutions, the key institutions and their role in the energy sector. This is all for today. You can also visit our website or follow us in our social pages, including LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. See you in our next episode. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Ethiopian Energy Podcast, brought to you by Ethiopian Energy and Power Business Portal, EEPPP. In this podcast series, we will talk about institutions, policy, strategy, laws, regulations, investment scenarios, programs, projects, operations, and technical details, such as generation, transmission, distribution, and public-private partnerships, with a mission of creating an energy-active society across Ethiopia. In the last episode, we talked about the highlights of how the energy sector is somehow structured. In this episode, we will talk about key institutions in the, in the sector and their roles, responsibilities, and accountabilities. So, let's get started. At the top, there is Ministry of Water and Energy led by a minister who is accountable to the Prime Minister. The energy sector specifically is led by a state minister under the minister in charge. The ministry as an institution has a policy formulation, steering and monitoring responsibilities in the energy sector. Under the ministry, there is uh, there are some additional independent institutions such as Ethiopian Energy Authority, which is responsible uh, in regulating the sector. Ethiopian Rural Energy Development and Promotion Center, responsible for rural energy, and the two utilities, Ethiopian Electric Power, which is responsible for generation, transmission, and substation, and Ethiopian Electric Utility, or EAU, that's responsible for distribution and energy retail sales. While the 2013 reform sets the, the, the stage for the, regulate, 
for the regulator and the two utilities to be independent in nature, they are still accountable to the ministry. They too have additional board management between the independent institutions and the ministry. The other key players in the energy sector are the private sector. While Ethiopia has few entrants in geothermal and utility-scale solar PV systems as developers, the local private sector is predominantly engaged in contracting as a service. The other key players in the energy sector are development partners engaged in advisory, technical support, and policy fi uh, financing interventions. Finally, there are regional energy bureaus coordinating energy-related responsibilities in their respective regional administrations. Although there is an alignment to the structure and policy direction of the federal ministry, regional energy bureaus are accountable to regional administrations. Just to give you additional insights, one, petroleum-related enterprises are not under Ministry of Water and Energy. Two, Ethiopian Electric Utility, or EEU, is, is structurally aligned to political regions, led by deputy CEOs who are accountable to regional administrations and the utilities CEO. Remember that, Institutional arrangement is a tactical setup by a government to address challenges in the sector, and this arrangement may likely be altered in due time. Okay, this is all for today. You can watch or listen our previous episodes in our YouTube channel and podcast series. You may also follow our social pages or subscribe to our website for a real-time update. Until we see you next time, bye-bye.